Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. I saw one thing last year. It was the difference that a player can make who gets acquired mid-season in the NFL, something that has become more of the norm over the last several years that it hasn't been lately, and there's a lot of them this year to look at. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance, Triple say ESPN, 888-729-3776, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Want you to be a part of the program. Can't When we look at... Uh, this season, the amount of trades that were made by teams that are now in the playoffs, it's remarkable. It was once unthinkable that you could have seven players who were consequential in the NFL season who got traded and then became huge factors for playoff teams. So is it possible that any of these players have a a Von Miller-like impact in the postseason, when Von Miller got moved to the Rams last year, it obviously made a huge difference for their defense. Yeah, I mean, Christian McCaffrey would be the one that, that's obvious to everybody just because yeah. we know Kyle Shanahan is going to run that offense through the run game, and he's the guy that's the focal point. But, Carlin, I got one that's a little out of left field. How about TJ Hawkinson? The move that the Minnesota Vikings made trading for him at the deadline from the Detroit Lions. Carlin, Minnesota is 12th in third down conversions on the season, but when you isolate the last third of the season since week 12, the Minnesota Vikings are fourth in third down conversions. TJ Hawkinson has caught 60 balls for over 500 yards with the Vikings. 27 of those receptions are for first downs. So his ability to be a possession receiver and allow Kirk Cousins in that offense to sustain drives could be what drives the Minnesota Vikings on a deep playoff run. I, I really like T.J. Hawkinson, and I think the Vikings are the team that everybody is showing a lot of disrespect to going into wildcard weekend. Well, let's there, here are the players that got moved, okay? Bradley Chubb, we know, went to Miami for a first-round pick. Hawkinson, McCaffrey, Roquan Smith, who just got the big deal with Baltimore, Kadarius Toney, well, I think still gets overlooked, and frankly, I'm a little surprised that he hasn't become a much bigger factor in Kansas City as of yet. Mm-hmm. Naheem Hines and Robert Quinn. Is McCaffrey a lock? I mean, you're talking about Hawkinson. Is McCaffrey a lock to be the guy that has the biggest impact? Because, frankly, I, I don't know that the 49ers would have been the second seed if they didn't make that trade, considering everything that's happened. Yeah, with the Elijah Mitchell injury, I, I'm right there with you on that one. I mean, you kind of have to say McCaffrey is a lock, right? Right. I mean, the guy, the guy has gone over 1,200 yards from scrimmage since he's been with the 49ers, Carlin. Like, since he's been – like, this season, he's got 1,880 yards from scrimmage, so almost 1,900 yards. 1,200 yards of that is with the 49ers. He's got 10 total touchdowns since he's been in the Bay, in the Bay Area. So – it's hard not to say that Christian McCaffrey is the one 
that's going to have the Von Miller type of impact because that's the team that's the odds-on favorite right now in the NFC to get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I think Christian McCaffrey helped put them over the top, and he also helped the 49ers survive the Jimmy Garoppolo injury and the Trey Lance injury. So, yeah, it seems like CMC is that dude. You know who's been very disappointing? Bradley Chubb's been disappointing to me. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Two and a half sacks in eight games, can't he? Not that I expected him to go out and and have 12, but Mm -hmm. two and a half sacks in eight games, that's not the production that the Dolphins were looking at when they traded away a first-round pick for him. Well, it's hard to rush the passer when you're behind in a lot of games, and that's been the cards that the Miami Dolphins have been dealt because of the injuries with Tua. Carlin, it's been a different situation. I mean, this is a team that's been a roller coaster. They won the first three, lost three, won five, lost five straight. I mean, so I don't know how much of that I can pin on Bradley Chubb in and of itself because Bradley Chubb has been in the situations where his team has been playing from behind. He hasn't been playing with the lead. And when they made that acquisition, that was when Tua was in the middle of that hot streak and winning five straight games, and people were talking about him being an MVP candidate. I still think Bradley Chubb is a damn good pass rusher, and that's going to prove dividends for the Miami Dolphins on down the line. It just ain't going to happen this postseason. Like, I mean, Bradley Chubb and that defense, they're going to have to play out of their minds to get any shot at an upset on the Buffalo Bills this weekend with Skylar Thompson as their starting quarterback. Hmm. What about Robert Quinn at this point? Is he going to end up making a difference to the Eagles? I, You know what, Carlin? I could see Robert Quinn being a difference in a game. A strip sack at the end yeah. of the game mm-hmm. to, to, to thwart a drive that, that the Dallas Cowboys are trying to make or the San Francisco 49ers are trying to make. I could absolutely see something like that playing out, Carlin. I, there's no doubt in my mind that Robert Quinn can make that difference. But you could say that about anybody on that Eagles defensive front. Because they lead the league in sacks. They had 70 sacks. Carlin, they threatened to break the sack record in Week 18. I mean, the sack record was, what, 73 sacks as a team in a single season? They were that close to being able to do it. I mean, they have 54 sacks on four-man rushes. That's damn impressive. So do I see Robert Quinn being a part of that? I absolutely do. They brought him to be a situational pass rusher, nothing more. The Eagles get out to a big league because of Jalen Hurts and that offense having the tendency to start fast in the first half. The pass rush in the postseason is what you need to close games and win championships. Take it from me, Carlin. I lived it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Prescott in the gun. Back. Throws it over the middle. Intercepted. It's being returned down the right side to the 20. Jenkins to the 10. Jenkins into the end zone. Do I believe that Dak is the 12th best quarterback when it comes to um, the career accomplishments? No. But right now, he's not playing up to his capability, and he's not playing good enough for them, if he plays that way, to win on the road Monday night. It's time for Dak to do something, or he's facing the same story, same narrative, same whatever you want to call it, that Tony Romo had to live with throughout his career, that it's going to be, hey, it's a good statistical career. Hey, he's had some great moments, but ultimately they didn't do what Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman did. That's how quarterbacks are judged here. You're judged by those two guys, and if you don't reach that level, then you're just not good enough. Canty. 
Earlier today, Dan Orlovsky put out his list that ranks the quarterbacks who are remaining in the play in the playoffs. Who are in the playoffs? I should say all fourteen quarterbacks. And he's got the top few exactly as you would expect: Mahomes yep. and Burrow and Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. He does have Justin Herbert, and he does list Lamar Jackson over Tom Brady, which is something that you've got a big issue with. We'll get to that in a second. But Dak Prescott, he's got all the way down at 12th in front of only Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson. You heard some of the rationale right there. I'm sorry. I do not buy this for a second. I Look, I, I get it. Dak has been exceptionally disappointing this season uh, in the way he has turned the football over. I can't sit there and rank him behind Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones and even Trevor Lawrence, for that matter. I hear you, Carlin. But I, and, and here's the thing. I will say this. Despite all of the turnovers, the Cowboys have found ways to win, right? You're talking about a team that, that has 12 wins to five losses, and Dak Prescott, as the starting quarterback this year, has an 8-4 and four record. So, I mean, it's not as if the turnovers have kept the Dallas Cowboys from being able to win games and compete at a really high level. The question becomes, does that margin go away when you start talking about playing against the better teams in the NFL in the postseason? And I would argue it does. You can't afford to have multiple turnovers in a game and expect to win three consecutive road games in the playoffs. It just don't work like that. You have to avoid making those critical mistakes. And I think that's where Dan Orlovsky has the right to knock Dak Prescott down a peg behind guys like Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence and Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins because Dak Prescott has shown that he could potentially throw the consequential mis- the interception or have the consequential turnover that uh, that bounces the Cowboys from the playoffs. So I think that's what the list focuses on. Think about it. Geno Smith, we praised his decision-making, said he should be comeback player of the year, how great – of a season he's had this renaissance. A big part of it has been taking care of the football. Daniel Jones, the big storyline around him this year is taking care of the football. Mm. 22 total touchdowns to only eight turnovers. I mean, the Kirk Cousins of it all, you could argue that, but that's an explosive offense with Minnesota. But, I mean, that's that's got to be where D.O. is coming from. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, really explosive offense. I mean, this team is – Five and two in their last seven games, and nobody has a higher QBR since week nine in the NFL than Trevor Lawrence. So I, I understand where D.O. is going with the list. Um, do I think Dak Prescott ranks higher than that in terms of you know the quality of player he's at? He is at the position, yes. But right now, based on how they're all playing and all of the, the, the circumstance, the context, I understand why he's 12. Uh, I, listen. For me, it can't be. I can't. I, I get it. We're we're basing it on what's going on this season and his yep. turnovers this season. Yep. Number one, he's been to the playoffs before. He's only got one playoff win. I know that, but it's not like Dak has played horribly. He screwed it up at the end of the game last year. Dak has not been bad in the playoffs. He hasn't been great, but he hasn't been bad. But, so that, Carlin, the other, th- the other thing, he's played in four playoff games. He's got turnovers in three of them. So if you put those things together, second half of the season, since week eight, 15 total turnovers, and he turns it over more often than not in every single playoff game he plays in, that, that's where Dan Orlovsky 
has a right to knock Dak down a peg a little bit. I mean, six touchdowns, three picks in trending. the four games. Yeah, but, that, but I'm saying based on how things are trending, that's not exactly what you're looking for from your quarterback. Oh, you want okay. to be playing your best ball. He's not playing his best ball going into this postseason. All right, but Candy, can you honestly tell me that going into a game this weekend that you would rather have Daniel Jones on the road than Dak Prescott right now? I just need a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. That roster is good enough. They have a better roster so, than yes. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't need a quarterback that makes mistakes. If I have a quarterback that, that can guarantee – that I don't that he doesn't turn the ball over and can make a couple of off schedule plays, some second reaction plays like Daniel Jones has shown, like Geno Smith has shown, like Trevor Lawrence has shown. Then I'll take that, Carlin. If you're asking me, yeah, I'll take that. Now I'm not saying I want those guys long term, but just looking at it in a vacuum in a bubble. Yeah, I think I would take the quarterback that protects the football above all else. we got to get your take on this at 888-SAY-ESPN. The Dr. Pepper call-in line open right now, 888-729-3776. Dak being 12th on this list of 14 quarterbacks. If you're going to give me the choice, and I'm going into a game this weekend, I'm taking Dak over Daniel Jones. I'm taking Dak over Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Dak over Geno Smith. Trevor Lawrence, eh. I, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. I get it. I know Daniel Jones has not turned it over this season. Brian Dable's been a big part of that. He can run the ball a little bit. But I'm looking at the overall picture. I Can I just evaluate it by this season only? Can I? Is that how I'm supposed to do this, or do I have to factor in everything into this? I think you factor in everything, but, I mean, confidence comes from demonstrated performance, and of late, Dak hasn't demonstrated that he's going to be able to play a relatively clean football game and, and, you know, avoid making the critical mistakes that cost you games. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. He's got Herbert in front of Brady. With Brady, how he has played this season – Versus the entire picture, which obviously I'm I'm not going to downplay the entire picture of Tom Brady by any stretch. Yeah, no, of course that. not. I will not do that. He's got the, only the greatest resume in the history of the NFL. Yeah. But uh, with the fact that, if we're being honest about it, this season he hasn't quite been as good as making other guys better. Would you go in that direction? You have a major problem with Herbert in front of Brady right now. Yeah, because quarterbacks in their debut struggle. I get that Joe Burrow balled out last year against the Las Vegas Raiders, but that's 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 Joe Burrow is an anomaly. That's that's not the norm. It's kind of like the the 49ers with their quarterback situation. They they have success in spite of not because of. Like Joe Burrow didn't matter that he was inexperienced. He was a he was an older uh, second year quarterback. So I think that plays a part in it and he also had one of the best receivers in the game, Jamar Chase. So I don't, I can't assign what the level of success we saw from Joe Burrow to Justin Herbert, particularly because Herbert will be on the road versus what Joe Burrow did in his first playoff game at home against the Raiders. And he's flying all the way across the country. It's a night game, Carlin. It'll be juiced up in Jacksonville. You know how Duval County gets down. And I think that Jacksonville Jaguars defense is spicy enough to present some problems for Justin Herbert, given some of the concerns that the Chargers have shown along the offensive line. Now, I apologize if you've given this stat today, but it's right up your alley. 
To your point on Jacksonville's defense, EPA, over the last several weeks, they're number one. Yeah. They have done a much better job in the second half of the season defensively. And I, and I actually had them, I think it was back, I think it was week 11, in Kansas City. And they it was one of those games, Canty, where they gave up a couple of those scores in the first half, and you could just see, like, oh, this is a whole other environment, and you're getting used to it. And when they settled in all of a sudden, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. You no. Know? But and here, unfortunately, and here, the horse was out of the barn by that point. Fair point, but here's the thing. You're going up against the Chargers and not the Chiefs. That's yep. a whole different animal, and you're also going up against Brandon Staley and not Andy Reid. And I think that's the part that's understated in discussing this matchup. There is no question who the better coach is in Jags Chargers. It's Doug Peterson. He's got a Super Bowl on his resume for a reason. He's a damn good coach, and he knows how to win this time of year. We haven't seen that from Brandon Staley. And on top of that, we see Brandon Staley make questionable decisions, one of which last week could potentially cost him one of his starting wide receivers in Mike Williams. So I don't trust Brandon Staley at all when it comes to the overall game management, and I don't trust him when it comes to being able to put together a game plan that's going to accentuate the strengths of Justin Herbert in this Chargers offense going up against this Jags defense. And so, yeah, I, I have serious, serious questions about it, Carlin. That's why mm. I couldn't put Justin Herbert – above Tom Brady when it comes to ranking the quarterback confidence going into the wild card round. Want to slide in your calls here on this at 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are jumping right now. Matt in Ohio is on ESPN Radio. Matt, what do you think about Dak? Yeah, I mean, I like where he's at. I, I, If you were to put Trevor Lawrence on the Cowboys, oh, my God, they would just roll through the playoffs. I like him better than Dak. Kirk Cousins and Daniel Jones are like – Maybe above Dak, bunch together. But like when you compare Romo to Dak, they always do these boneheaded plays. Like they'll look good, they'll make this throw. But there's always that one boneheaded play that costs them the game. So if you swap out some guys and put them on the Cowboys team, probably win a playoff game or two. And and I just I don't know if Dak can do it. Maybe he tries too much or. Or the coach ain't right. I, I trust uh, some of these other coaches than McCarthy, too. So that's my two cents. Well, you don't want Dak to be Romo, can't he? Oh boy. No, you don't want Dak to be Romo. But here's the other thing, Colin, that nobody's talking about. Since the calendar flipped over to December, mm. the Dallas Cowboys defense has 17 takeaways. It's 17. been ridiculous. Carlin, what happens when that faucet shuts off? Because it's going to. get those. Yeah, it's going to happen. What happens... When you don't get those takeaways, when they don't come in bunches, what happens when you don't get the third and 30 completion of T.Y. Hilton like we saw in the Eagles game? What happens when you don't get the critical P.I. call on the, the DB from the Tennessee Titans when you were targeting Michael Gallup downfield in the third quarter? What happens when you don't get those breaks in the game? That's the question that I have about Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Which way are they going to go? And that's why I say this is a huge postseason for Dak in terms of changing the perception of who he is. It's not a referendum on if he's a good quarterback. We've established he's a good quarterback. But I do think this is a career-defining moment for him. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. So it's Dan Orlovsky's list of the 14 quarterbacks that are in the postseason we will get one of his co-hosts on NFL Live's perspective on this list and see if, in fact, it is 
as egregious as some of Dan's food takes. That is on the way. 888-SAY-ESPN. Plus, we continue to hear from you on this, and you are you are lighting it up right now on the line. So we will continue on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Let's go, baby. We are ready for NFL playoffs this weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Who will be one and done, and who will begin a magical run? We're the winner. We go home. What do you want to do? Coverage begins every morning at 6 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And it continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Seahawks are in the postseason. You know, Mina Kimes is thrilled about that. She is, of course, ESPN NFL analyst, and she joins us right now, as she does each and every week, Canty and Carlin, on ESPN Radio. Mina, they are in the postseason. Now, we're going to throw this at you and see what you make of it from a Seattle perspective. Since 1970, there have been 23 previous instances of a team going 2-0 in the regular season uh, against another, and then meeting for a third time in the playoffs. Fourteen times they have completed the three-game sweep. Nine times that team that was swept in the regular season won in the postseason. Your thoughts? Uh, you know, that seems about right. Um, teams generally obviously win <laughs> the first two times because they're the better team, but it is, of course, you know, it's a little bit of a cliche that it's hard to beat a three teams uh, team three times, but... You know, you you know each other's tendencies. You've seen pretty much everything that they've put on tape for the season. You have a sense of where they might attack. And I think um, in Seattle's case, while they're correctly underdogs in this game, there are definite adjustments they can make to how they played San Francisco the last time these teams met, uh, particularly offensively, that I think will help them. Mina, your co-host on NFL Live, Dan Orlovsky, came out with a list today, and he ranked the 14 starting quarterbacks in the postseason, and he had Brock Purdy at 13. And I wanted to ask you, what would need to happen for Brock Purdy to play himself into the conversation to be QB1 for the 49ers going into 2023? Oh, man, this is going to be 
such a fascinating offseason for San Francisco, right? Um, I, I, you know, I think Rock Purdy has played really well for this team. Um, you know, it's been said a million times that it's obviously an incredibly quarterback-friendly system. I, I think what you want to see from him is uh, going through the postseason without turning the ball over and then, you know, making a few plus plays uh, beyond the structure of the offense, which he's done, by the way. But I think consistently, um, you know, because it, it, the offense obviously is not what's going to carry this team, but if he can play well enough to where when called upon, you know, whether it's a third and long or they're having to come back, he is the reason why. I, I do think he has to be up for consideration for the job next year. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst with Canty and Carlin. Mina, was the list as bad as some of Dan's food takes, <laughs> or what did you think of the list overall? Um, you know, I didn't have, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't quite remember. Well, he had all the Dak twelfth. That's one thing. Yeah, so that, that was the one that jumped out to me as something that I disagree with. I think we're coming off of maybe Dak's worst performance as a pro, candidly, um, mm. certainly of the season. But I think he's a much better quarterback than that. And aside from the turnovers, some of which weren't his fault, I actually I, I thought he played at a really high level this year. So I, I wouldn't agree with that. I would have him higher than 12. Mina, how important is this postseason to Dak Prescott's legacy as a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? I think it's as important as it is to any quarterback's legacy, frankly, right? Like, if you want to be regarded as uh, a truly great quarterback, obviously you do have to have postseason success. Um, and, you know, it's uh, – I think for Dak and for this Cowboys team in particular, it's important for everyone because they're very much in a window that probably isn't going to get more open, right, in terms mm-hmm. of guys are going to have to pay C.D. Lamb at some point and Micah Parsons. And so when Tony you have Pollard. these young stars, yeah, right, 100%. On, right, who, who knows if he'll be there next year? So it does feel like they have to maximize who they have right now. Mina, when you look at the games on the weekend overall, who's got the chance to be on upset alert the most? You know, so I would say the Bucks. Uh, the Jacksonville Chargers game, I think, could be really close, but I think the Bucks have probably the best shot at upsetting Dallas. And, and it's not just because of Dak's recent struggles and the turnovers, but because this Dallas defense has proven to be very vulnerable uh, in very specific ways. We've seen offenses attack them, attack those linebackers, misdirection, horizontal runs. But notably, I think it's just the secondary that's so banged up um, and you know, especially vulnerable to the deep pass. And then you've got a Tampa team that has struggled offensively all year, but finished the season with Tom Brady connecting with Mike Evans downfield uh, in a way that, like, we kind of all suspected he might be capable of. So as long as they can hold off that Dallas pass rush, I think that there's uh, a real opportunity for them to attack deep. Mina, Lamar Jackson misses his 17th straight practice for the Baltimore Ravens, likely not to play on Sunday night against the Cincinnati Bengals. How do the Ravens manage this situation moving forward with Lamar? Well, I think they need to figure out a way for Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback long term. Um, because, you know, we've been talking about, oh, has Lamar lost leverage? He put himself at risk, that kind of thing. And, and, and you know, maybe that, or is that contract still going to be out there for him? I, frankly, I don't see what Baltimore would do without him. It's not a desirable position for quarterback like a. I don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, whatever, whoever might be available. And they're not going to be picking high in the draft 
And even if they were, you're picking a quarterback with the hope that you can get someone who's even close to Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, we don't know the exact details. Obviously, the contract's being thrown around, but it does seem like the guarantees were lower than those given to Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. And if that's the case, then Lamar Jackson was right to turn it down. Mina, great stuff. We'll talk next week. Thanks. Bye, guys. Mina Kimes, ESPN NFL analyst. Canty, something I have always suspected to be true has been confirmed, frankly, by technology. As much as we've had gripes with technology the last couple of days, <laughs> and you have every right to be outraged. We'll explain next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Listen, my mom always told me I was handsome. And turned Don't out, mothers have to say that? Well, it turns out my mom was keeping her to buck. Wow, there we go. I love the confidence, the swag, big fella. KT like Carlin, it. ESPN Radio. So earlier today, and this is typical of an app, right? This, uh, there's an app named uh, Golden Ratio Face app. And uh, gambling.com put out this list of the ranking the managers in Major League Baseball by how handsome they are. And so you put okay. your you put your picture or, you know, you use the app on your face as your, uh, you know, you hold the camera in front of you and it then gives you a score based on, you know, ratio and then your face and how it all looks and whatever. Okay. All right. I get the gist. Yep. Number one on the list, Buck Showalter. <laughs> Buck, Buck was number one on the list? Buck was number one on the list. With a score of 8.65, a beauty score of 8.65, 0 to 10. All right? Okay. All right. 8.65 for Buck. I mean, just to give you an idea, Gabe Kapler, who 
look, let's just, I, I'm comfortable in saying Gabe Kapler's a handsome guy. And yeah. he Great came hair, in tw- by the way. Great hair. By oh, Gabe phenomenal hair. Great hair. Yeah. Uh, Twelfth on the list of okay. Major League Baseball managers. Well, Canty, right. I have uh, downloaded the app. I have put us both through the app. Wait now, a minute. Who gave you permission to take liberties and use my image and likeness to put on this app? I think you did, actually. <laughs> I, I said I said it was okay? Uh, after the fact, you did. Yeah, sure. Oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. Listen. Wow. Okay. I, all right, I, what we got? Now, now, right, now well, that you got the suspense built up, what do we got? I want Well, know. here's the thing. I took your picture off of the TV screen because that's the only uh-huh. one I had. I don't have your promo picture, which if we all put right. your promo picture in there, I would think that your score would be whew, much better than it turned out to be. What, what, how bad was it, big fella? 5.78. What? Hold on. Five Buck, Buck Showalter, the manager of the Mets, yes. was 8.5, and I got a 5.5? A 5.78. According to this, Bruce Bochy is better looking than you are. <laughs> yeah, you can't take that seriously. You, oh, you I think I can. Take that seriously. Because no, the can. big fella scored at a 6.23. Right. Okay. All right. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Where was Dusty Baker? In the rankings. Dusty Baker. Where did he rank? He was, uh, let's see. Dusty was sixth on the list. Dusty was sixth. What was his score? Dusty's uh, score was 7.95. Okay. All right. Okay. Dusty, right. good-looking guy. No, because I was initially going to say that the, the app was culturally biased. But now that <laughs> Dusty, Dusty's got a 7.9, I mean, D- Dusty is Dusty is... I mean, everybody loves Dusty, right? Even right. the app loves Dusty. Yes. That's just objectively speaking. If you don't like <laughs> Dusty Baker, that says more about you than actually Dusty exactly. Baker. Exactly. So, yeah. The app is culturally biased. Well, I, I think more likely, I think Dan Orlovsky invented this app. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that fits right in line with some of his food takes, doesn't it? It does. It, yeah. Any app that says, I am better looking than Rocco Baldelli, I think you could probably question whether or not it's real. <laughs> It ain't ESPN. People got too much time coming out with these apps, by the way. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you ain't got nothing else to do, I got a couple of errands that you can run for me. <laughs> Let me know. Get that task rabbit jumping off, bro. If you ain't got nothing else to do but to come up with apps like this, I got some work for you, dog. Don't even worry about it. Let's hit a couple of calls here. 888-ESPN. Ace is up next on ESPN Radio. Ace, what do you got, bud? Hey, I just want to talk about uh, the comparison between uh, uh, Dak and Danny Boy. Danny Boy is my guy. He's a game manager, but Dak, he, he throws the balls away most of the time. Danny don't do all that. I'm just saying, you know, the ranking, it's fair. Twelve. Danny Boy is supposed you're, to be You're saying that he is four quarterbacks yeah. better than Dak Prescott, that Daniel Jones is four quarterbacks better I mean, for Pete's sake, come on. Let's get real here. Yeah, here's the thing with that, Carlin. I'm not saying that I would rather take Daniel Jones long-term over Dak Prescott. I don't of think course. any talent evaluator in the NFL is saying that. What we're saying is, going into this postseason, based on how the year has unfolded, and particularly the second half of this season, all the turnovers that we've seen from Dak and how Daniel Jones has made good decisions in protecting the football – when you have the requisite pieces in place and 
in Dallas Cowboys' case, when you're a supremely talented team in comparison to your opponent, you want the guy that's going to protect the football. Sometimes the win is just not blowing the layup. And I feel like with Dak Prescott, you get a lot of the spectacular in a good way, but it also you know, lends itself to being on that roller coaster ride the way he's played with a lot of, lot of lows. And that's the thing that the Dallas Cowboys have to avoid if they're going to go on a championship run during the playoffs. Uh, uh, all right, you're going to take Kirk Cousins over Dak? That's another roller coaster, too. Yeah. It just, dep- it just depends on what time you get on that roller coaster. You gotta, if you get you on at one, Trevor it's going to be a hell of a time. You gotta, if, you get on, if you get on at any other time, it's not going to go your way. You're going to take Trevor Lawrence over Dak in a, in a game this weekend. Trevor Lawrence over Dak. Yeah, I think I would, yeah. Uh, the I mean, only listen, argument man, I can make you, there. Say whatever you want to say about yeah. T-Law. No quarterback has had a higher QBR in the second half of this season than Trevor Lawrence, period. And, and Not even Pat Mahomes. Here's what I'm really MVP. curious about. Will the playoff factor uh, mean all that much to him considering how many huge games he has played in his life? He's played plenty of them, to be yeah, sure. Yeah, he's got a head coach that's coached in a lot of big games and won a Super Bowl, so I don't think – Listen, if there's one quarterback that's making his playoff debut that can mirror what we saw from Joe Burrow last year in his playoff debut, it would be T-Law. How about Josh up next on ESPN Radio? Josh, what's going on, bud? Hey, guys, a couple, couple quick things. First one, I just want to give a shout-out uh, with regards to the AFC Championship game. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, best chance at a home playoff game since 28-3. And uh, second up on that, I, I just want to flip the coin on the Dan Orlovsky bit. Um, I think that when when you look at the playoffs, you know, you've got your sub-500, your 500 teams out of the way. You don't want somebody who's not going to lose you the game. You want a quarterback who's going to win you the game. And I'm not saying that Kirk Cousins is the cream of the crop, but I think that that's kind of where you start and go up from there. And I think that he, he is going to be someone who will win you a game. He showed that this year. Uh, and, you know, your Mahomes, your Allen, your uh, your Jalen Hurts, they're, they're going to be winning you the game. And- yeah, like, I can't – listen, I can't say it with my chest on Kirk Cousins and Dak, right? I can't. I mean, can't you I, – I don't know how I'm supposed to show real faith in Kirk Cousins at this point, comparatively speaking. You've shown real faith in Kirk Cousins because you got Justin Jefferson out there. Number 18 makes a difference. But he, I mean, you're making makes the a difference, that he's the best but receiver we have... in the National Football League. That's the only reason why you believe in Kirk. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.